You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here. We're late, and you know what? Saxy Maxi, what's going on? Holy shnikes, Arch. I am so glad that I'm here safe and sound and that we are finally working this podcast. My identity is reasonably mirror or masked, I think, still. Maybe? No? No, they, they can't They can't see anything. Anybody watching live can only see the splash screen of the logo of the podcast. <sighs> I see. I see. Well, that's that's very that's very good of you, Arch. I really I sure do appreciate that. We've we've been dealing with technical issues this morning, as we have for multiple weeks now, it seems like. Uh, and this time I feel like I'm the culprit. You are the culprit. Which, uh, Don't feel like I, it. You are the culprit. No, I, I this is the worst. This is the worst feeling. I don't I don't mean to be the one who causes the problems here, but I I know I'm the problem child. But, you know, I understand why <laughs> you bring me in here to cover for Mad Max. And I've been thinking more and more as to why you keep me around here as a jazz musician. You know, Mad Max and Panther, they're often off dealing with some insane work commitments while having a family. And these are just two things you guys will never have to worry about with me having a family <laughs> or job related commitments. So I make a perfect sub, even though I'm more of a dom. Oh, there you go. What's going on, Sex Panther? You know, I tell you what kind of week this has been. Like, not only did my hockey picks suck, but it tells you the quality of the show. Now I'm the second most tech savvy person on the show today. Uh, Saxy, <laughs> oh, Saxy, having all kinds of issues, man. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's bad when I'm trying to guide him through the settings and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. This, this should be a. a, a Fun shit show. <laughs> sure will be. All right. So yeah, if you're watching live, we'll just have the splash screen up. We know you can't see you can't see their beautiful little icons move around. You don't get that visual element that we're so renowned for. <laughs> all, all all the beautiful visual cues. I mean, there's a, we should be showing our faces if we're trying to show beauty to the world. Uh -huh, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've <laughs> seen Sex Panther accidentally leave his camera. We will on. lose. <laughs> Yeah, we will we will lose followers so fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't really brush my hair in the morning or you know do anything. <laughs> Just put a, put a shirt on and then come downstairs. So, 
Uh, you, you even put a shirt on. Wow. Well, yeah, it's 40 below today. Mm. Are you are you for real? That's, yeah. that's a real. Is that Celsius or is that, uh, you know, is, that you, is that Fahrenheit? When you get to that level of cold, they merge. It don't matter. It, they're the same number. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Wow. Yeah, th- th- that's when that's the point in which they merge, you know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Isn't that Yikes. fun? So it's the same for uh, everyone. <laughs> 40 below is 40 below. Man, well, I, I mean, it sounds cold no matter what. Yeah. And I love talking about the weather. So let's let's just right, move right. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. USFL. Saxy, you became a USL USFL expert overnight. Oh yeah. Uh, the 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 two Wikipedia articles and then following to the source material from the USA Today article written in two thousand six. Yes, I certainly am now an expert on the USFL. Actually, I, I really wanted you guys to tell me your favorite memories of the USFL because th- this all happened before I was even born. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Panther, do you have any memories of the USFL? I remember the USFL. I remember, uh, so I was in elementary school. Um, summer, I, I always spent the summers in Ohio at my grandparents. And I just remember, you know, turning on the TV is like, oh shit, look, there's football on. And it was the USFL. And I remember some of the names, the Renegades, the Stars. I, I can't remember all the, all the team names, but I do remember the USFL. And I remember this guy, the only name that really resonated with me, this guy, maybe you heard of him. Herschel Walker. <laughs> oh, God. Where's that, where's that guy? Max, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, me, the Vikings fan, has, has sentimental reasons to remember the, the, the Herschel Walker trade. My God. So he played, was he drafted by the USFL? He played, how long did he play? I mean, the USFL in itself was only around, what, two, two years, I think. Three, they had yeah. three championships. Oh, which, oh, by yeah, the way, okay. the first the first championship team was the Michigan Panthers, which is one of the original franchises that's coming back. That amuses me no end. That just amuses yeah. me no end. I have the well, lo- and, I have the logos up too. There it is. Well, and actually, here's what I here's the best part about this is their head coach Jeff Fisher. That seems like such such a Panther choice, right? Jeff Fisher was the like coach of the Panthers who won the championship in the first USFL. No, now. He's no, the no, the new Panthers coach. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so they're destined for what seven and seven? However many games they play. Exactly, complete mediocrity. Except for what yeah. what I was thi- what I, what I was thinking is that actually in a league like this, mediocrity is probably going to win you a championship. It might. It, in, in one of these developmental leagues. I mean, it, when I had watched, uh, what was it? Uh, they had that other league a couple of years ago, but that was got crushed due to COVID, I think. And then um, the XFL, those were both just uh, leagues that were mired in sloppy play and uh, frankly, lots of injuries. <laughs> and so it felt like that was mostly what the problem was. So frankly, if you can field a team and uh, you can stay reasonably healthy and you're mediocre. It feels like that's kind of the formula to being a developmental league champion. <laughs> well, let's not let's not uh, let's not rewrite history and say the AAF was uh, canceled due to COVID. They were canceled. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, they were canceled because they got in bed with a, a, a con artist and he they, he didn't put up any of the money he said he was going to put up. And so they were out. Right. They literally ran out of money midseason. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for jogging my memory on that one. That That's a lot better of a way to go out than, uh, you know, for instance. Well, actually, when I was reading about the USFL case, what, what was interesting about it is how, how it all fell apart. And the fact that basically it seems like a jury of like 
adult humans in the United States agreed that the league itself ran itself into the ground. Is, they, 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 okay, so the USFL filed an antitrust lawsuit yeah. against the National Football League. The jury ruled that they did violate anti-monopoly laws, but the, the, the jury said it was their own fault? Is that how that worked? Basically, yes, because they, they had done specific things that uh, made themselves compete directly against the NFL. They, they, they attempted to compete directly against the NFL oh. and move into a fall season. And when they did that, that essentially was the nail in the coffin, I think, for them. And so they ended up uh, – the USFL won against the NFL, but what ended up happening was there was – the settlement was for $3 total. And then it ended up being a check written for $3.76 because of the interest. The 76 <laughs> cents was the interest over time. And I found that just like endlessly enjoyable. Frankly, I think that they should be reselling the like the USFL should raise money by like selling t-shirts with the like $3.76 check on it or shit like that. Oh, they should. That's really that's really amazing. We should we should put that on the DGN website. Three three dollars and seventy-six cents <laughs> t-shirt. Right, right, we right, will, right. From the NFL to the USFL. We'll give these guys more coverage than the four-letter network or anybody else probably will. We did with the AAF. Yeah, well, and you know what? We'll probably try and uh, spell, you know, things correctly if we write articles about it, too. I have that. I have that. (laughs) They have not fixed it. It's been live for, what, 12 hours or so? Oh, my God. (laughs) What what, what network was this that that came from? This is Yahoo News. Wow. Reasonably reputable. Yahoo News. Reasonably so. Reason, I mean, high profile. Uh, you know, I was digesting that three. I was digesting that three dollars and seventy six cents. What kind of interest rate were they getting to get seventy six cents off of three dollars? That, that's that's a huge number. Yeah, it, it it was only over four years because the settlement happened in like nineteen eighty six, and then uh, the they they didn't pay out until nineteen ninety, and that was seventy six cents gained on three dollars over that many years. So that's uh. How many appeals? Let's see. It went through appeals, right? I think it had one appeal, and then it was shot down, I think. Okay. And the... so, okay. And so then they just had to wait another two years to get their $3.76. <laughs> exactly. Well, the lawyers got to get their cuts, you know? Exactly. Well, and they, and they, uh, they, they you know, it, it, it's hilarious to me just that that check also has never been cashed. I mean, I, it makes sense. You'd never cash that check. And it sounds like it's the, the folks who uh, who's holding on to it. Hope that one day the uh, the football hall of fame, the NFL or the pro football hall of fame and can't will eventually open its doors to have a place for the USFL and that this would be a meaningful part of that exhibit, which I think would be hilarious. Kind of like um, it'd be like the freak show at a carnival. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you go to that wing of the uh, of Canton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the reason we're talking about it is the USFL regular season will begin April 16th and run through mid-June, followed by playoffs. And some quarterbacks have already, Wick Wick 8 quarterbacks were chosen in the first (laughs) round of the USFL draft. We know, we know. I thought we'd scroll through it and see if we know who's who. Oh, God. Shea Patterson was the first person picked by the Michigan Panthers. Anybody know Shea Patterson? He's an ex-Michigan quarterback, right? We're saying the M word so fucking much, and like I'm, my my heart is racing. Can we stop? All right, all right. Just call the, the real, the real Panthers took Shea Patterson. The real Panthers. 
<laughs> That's how I know him. He, he was a quarterback for the Horrors of Ann Arbor. Uh, Arch did a little digging pre-show. I guess he was on the practice squad for the oh, yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, so he's been he's a practice squad player with the Chiefs, and he played for a couple CFL teams. Huh? Is name ringing the bell to you, Saxy, at all? No. <laughs> No, there's there's one person on this list whose name rang a bell. That's because he was a Vikings uh, like super backup in the preseason forever ago, and that's it. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that name. I, I remember Shea Patterson because you know you pay attention to the teams that you hate. Oh. Uh, so this is what the, the the best the best QB to come under uh, Jim Harbaugh's tutelage. Maybe I don't know. Not many stats on the man. I'm looking at Pro Football Reference. Not many stats here for him. <laughs> there's none. There's none. All right. Who else we got? We got Jordan Tamau, T-A, apostrophe, A-M-U. Jordan Tamau? I'm just going to guess Hawaii. He played for Ole Miss. (laughs) for Ole Miss. does not ring a bell. Uh, He was one of the feature quarterbacks in the XFL. Wow, the former Ole Miss stars bounced around a lot since the XFL went under. Sheesh. So he's got experience. A lot of experience, apparently. Right, next up, we got Brian Scott. He was undrafted. Yeah, first thing that came to, yeah, yeah, first thing that came to my, my mind was a basketball player for the Lakers. But that was, what, 30 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a fictional character from The Office for a second. But I was, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really, I, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the list of these quarterbacks, and I'm not great at watching uh, college, but these are all unknowns to me. Well, these are basically. <laughs> I, the thing that worries me is that Brian Scott in this picture of him clearly has a Rams helmet on, and that worries me. If he played for the Rams and couldn't beat out Jared Goff, I don't know what that means for him. Uh-oh. I mean, that could, that could be a Colorado State Rams. I know. I'm just messing around. <laughs> Uh, next up, the New Jersey Generals drafted Ben Holmes from Tarleton State. Uh, Holmes signed with the Arizona Rattlers, an indoor football team. Uh, Panther, you're stopping ground. Mm-hmm. Holmes ended his career as one of Tarleton's all-time greatest signal callers. His 23-2 and record as a starting QB is the best in program history. Who, who, Holmes. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who do they play? Where's Tarleton State located? Just out of curiosity. To, I'll have to look. Does anybody does does anybody know off the top of their head where Tarleton State is located? Well, I know because I just Googled it. They're in Stephenville, Texas. Oh, great. Okay, well, now, now we know. But I, these these are I, I'm learning so much on this podcast. Really, I'm learning so much today about the history of the USFL, where these schools that I would never go to are located. All right. Next up, the Houston Gamblers took Clayton Thor- Thorson. Thorson, not Thornson, Thorson. Uh, he played for Northwestern. He was a fifth round draft pick of the Eagles in 2019. He had no luck in Philly. Uh, he spent time with Dallas, the Giants, uh, <laughs> meaning he only needed Washington to complete the NFC East trifecta. Uh, it's kind of surprising. He had all these shots in, in a division that really is desperate for some quarterbacks and he couldn't make it there. So, <laughs> uh, uh Again, another player, Clayton Thorson. Uh, does not. What college did he come from? It says Northwestern okay. here. But we're also using Yahoo News, okay. so who knows if it's right or not? Uh-oh. Don't know. Don't know Wick 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 College he went to. Yeah. Uh, Northwest. Yeah, Northwestern is not exactly known for their QBs. No, we've got no stats for him either. <laughs> he never played again. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling good about this. Uh, 
Alex McGow is next up from Florida International. The Stallions drafted him. He was a seventh-round draft pick of the Seattle Seahawks in 2020. He bounced around the NFL, most recently signed a futures contract with Seattle, but was waived in August. I mean, Florida Internationals, they, they had some success there for a while as a mid-major, but I don't believe his name it does it just doesn't ring a bell. I, I don't know who these guys – outside of Patterson, I have no clue who these guys are. That's why he was the number one number one, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saxy, any clues who no. Alex McGow? Okay. No, no, no. I have I have nothing intelligent to say about any of these quarterbacks, except for maybe the last one. <laughs> uh, the Pittsburgh Maulers direct, drafted Kyle Luetta from Richmond. I guess I'm saying that name right. Uh, the Giants had high hopes for him, but things did not work out. He was a fourth-round draft pick in 2018. He has been with five teams since leaving the Giants. He's a journeyman. Isn't that what this league is going to be, basically? Just all journeyman quarterbacks, pretty much? Yeah, well, or like, yeah. like trying to develop journeyman quarterbacks, and it, these teams are probably going to live and die by the touchdown interception ratio of these guys? Oh, boy. We're going to have to see some wishbone run in this league, I think. Oh, God. I've, it'll be a lot like the arenas and the other you know, indoor leagues and stuff where it's, it's a chance for guys who got out of college that were – knocking on the door of the pros it gives them some exposure and you watch how the nfl the quarterbacks just i mean they just fall over like leaves in the fall it's just brutal how much quarterbacks they go through so it, it gives some exposure for gms to look at when they're desperate for a quarterback but i don't think it'll be because oh they, they earned it like a, a kurt warner or something you're not going to have one of those stories yeah right right all right, next up, last quarterback. The New Orleans Breakers took Kyle Slaughter, Slaughter from Northern Colorado. Yeah. And, and, ex, and, and an uh, ex-Minnesota Vikings practice squad guy, Kyle Slaughter. I did watch a little little preseason. See, I remember seeing him in some preseason action. And he could play football, but he was he was he would have been maybe more entertaining, but less win worthy as Sean Mannion was this season for the Vikings, <laughs> which that, that would be my general thoughts on Kyle Sloter. So we'll see, we'll see how he does. But again, this league is probably, if you're, if you just are like mediocre, you're probably winning a championship in this league. So fuck right? But those are your stomping ground. Saxy is uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Ed McCaffrey, the coach of Northern Colorado. I believe you are 100% correct that he is. Is it UNC that he's the coach of, or is he at? Uh, yeah, no, he is at UNC. I believe I you think are correct. UNC. So, uh, so he's getting he's getting coached up by somebody that's got some NFL experience, albeit a wide receiver. But uh, and then you know, obviously, Christian McCaffrey is when healthy has done fairly well. So, so maybe he's got some upside. Is that <laughs> it? Is that what we're banking on? Is that, is that how it's going to work? I mean, what? That's all. Other than the other six, I mean, you got one guy who's out of the Harbaugh tree, this guy from McCaffrey, and the other six, I have no clue who they are. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns in this league here right now. It's going to be fun to watch. After the the AAF, are you more excited to see this or less excited to see this, do you think, than you would have been? Oh, God. After AAF, I'm probably less excited. But, I mean... AAF ran out of money halfway through. It feels like this has been in development for a while because this is in cahoots with that whole of the spring league thing that they were trying to get off the ground for multiple years. Uh, so it, it feels like this one has a little bit more traction, at least compared to the AAF, where that was just kind of like a complete mess. 
So we're just gonna bet Panther. We're just gonna bet the unders every week. Just under, under, under every game. I, I, I think with the AAF, we you could have made a fortune that way. Yeah, uh you know, be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how this first year plays out. I think what's going to be really interesting is next year when the XFL comes to play and it looks like they're in bed and to some degree with the NFL, which might give them a little bit of competitive advantage. Plus, you know, with Dwayne, the rock Johnson in charge of it, everything that guy touches turns to gold. Makes, I don't even know who's in charge of this USFL, but the funding, the money, management, that's going to be the big key. It's really not going to be the players or even the coaches. If they don't have the money to keep this thing running, it's going to fall just like the first one did. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting, though. You know, I've, I've been reading a lot, again, well, uh, some articles uh, that are on Wikipedia and some not on Wikipedia about this league. And actually, uh, Fox on Fox Sports, they had an article because Fox is actually broadcasting a bunch of these games. And the first game, Generals Against Stallions, uh, on April 16th, is going to air on both Fox and NBC, making it the first scheduled sporting event to air on competitive broadcasting networks since the first Super Bowl in 1967. That wow. kind of crazy. That's crazy. It's kind of crazy. I got to read more. I'm going to have to read more on the AF and its downfall because I'm somewhere in the recesses of my mind. It's telling me that this is the fault of some guy from Minnesota. I need to, uh, I, 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 uh, I need to, I need to delve into that. Sexy. Do you feel like taking an ad, an ad break, a commercial oh, break? Oh, absolutely. I am definitely ready to DJ homies. It's time to talk about MyBookie.ag. with my bookie. You can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, and bad movies. That's right. Oftentimes, we like to talk about good movies on this podcast. And, I mean, we got the Academy Awards, some other shit coming up. There's going to be some real things happening talking about good movies. But <clears throat> there's also an award for bad movies, the Razzies. And I found a bet on my bookie involving the Razzies as a perfect degen bet. And that is for LeBron James to win Worst Actor for Space Jam, A New Legacy at minus 110. Run don't walk, run. My bookie is well traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code Absolute Degen so we can keep the lights on around here. My bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to one thousand dollars. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or wondering which LeBron you hate more, CGI or regular LeBron, you can bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right. Razzies. I'm excited. We should I'll definitely have to look at that. Yeah, there's a bunch of Razzies bets up there on uh, on my bookie. They're 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 entrenched. <laughs> I'll tell you that uh, Diana the musical is up there. Um, the film Karen, the film Infinite, and oh. the Woman in the Window. Those are the five uh, Razzie awards the for uh, worst picture. What is the 
Oh, you name God. something Heron, you're already you're already doomed. And then anything with LeBron James is going to be in competition for that. So, so yeah. it's a good quality competition there. <laughs> well, oh. unfortunately, good. Well, I was going to say, uh, LeBron does have Mark Wahlberg in the same category as him. Oh. So, you know, there's there, there's opportunity for him to lose. The Woman in the Window is a Netflix film. Looks like it's, uh, you know, that's, that's always the hallmark of quality. And Oh, God. An agoraphobic woman living in alone in New York begins spying on her neighbors only to witness a disturbing act of violence. So it's kind of ripping off, uh, you know, a little, little rear window here. This is very, this does sound like uh, Hallmark. Like <laughs> Amy pretty, Adams and recent. Gary Oldman. Like, those are names. Those are names. Julianne Moore, names? Jennifer Jason Lee. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I, now I have to watch it. Yeah, I kind of want to see it now. See how bad it is. All right. All right. Enough of that. We're shooting over to the ice. Who do we like in hockey today, Saxy? Oh, don't start with me, oh, Panther. Sorry, you got to be the you you got to be the one to uh, to 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 bring us you know to glory here. I clearly I don't know jack shit about ice. Even when I'm <laughs> trying to identify an an underdog like the Kraken yesterday, like put me with Max and then never bet on the fucking Kraken. That'll oh, never Jesus. happen again. <laughs> Let's take a look at Edmonton going to Tampa Bay. The uh, Tampa Bay has not played in seven days. I don't know if that's just a scheduling gap or what the what the deal is, but they haven't played in seven days. And prior to that, their previous three games were all on the road. Now, let's assume they've been home now for the last, you know, week. But uh, Edmonton, we keep talking about this coaching bump that happened a little over a week ago. They're playing better hockey, not as well as they had at the beginning of the season. I don't know that they win but the value is there enough for me to take a flyer on them. So I'll put 10 bucks on the mighty Oilers. Well, you know, again, I'm subbing for Mad Max here. I, I can't bet the lightning, right? That would be that would be too wrong. And I can't. I really can't. Edmonton was on a five game winning streak before uh, and be and during that five game winning streak had beaten their opponents by two or more goals in all of their games before losing to my Minnesota Wild. Uh, now, I actually really do like Edmonton here as well. So I'm going to bet on Edmonton uh, as well. I thought about doing a chicken shit play on the Oilers, but no. We're going to bet on Edmonton as well. And I also like the under. I was seeing six and a half at some books. I'm taking the under six and a half. Oh, the under two. All right. Uh, I agree with you, Panther. 215 minus 215 for the Tampa Bay. What's that? I had to look it up real quick. That's like 68%. Yeah. So there's no way. There's no way. That's too much. I agree with you 100%. I think the value is all on the Oilers. I'm following you on that one. All right, well, that's always dangerous to follow me. Let's try Winnipeg at Dallas. I think we've talked about the mediocrity that is Winnipeg now for quite a while. But Dallas at home, it, for me, it's just almost like a no-brainer. Unless they're playing, you know, like Boston or Florida or Carolina, uh, I'll maybe fade away. But against a team like Winnipeg, I'm definitely loving the stars at home. So uh, I don't know if this is Saxy's second favorite team since they used to be in Minnesota. I don't know, but we're jumping on the stars here for 10 bucks. Oh yeah. My Minnesota North Dallas stars, right? I, I, uh, they're coming here off two days rest and that embarrassing loss to the coyotes. I think that they show up and win again at home. I totally agree with you on Panther. These these were two of the ones that I had circled and really did like. I wrote other stuff about other games 
But these were the two that I really liked. And I am – you and I are in simpatico on this one because I really did dig the stars. And I was thinking that this was going to be a total of five. But it looked like the line moved down to five and a half in this one, which scared me. So I am not touching the total. Not one, touching the total. Gonna, not touching the total. Not touching the total. But I – if anything, I would just go – Total goals five and whatever that crazy plus line is on that, but that's dumb shit. That's like that's like that's like put fifty cents on it for funsies. There you go. All right, yeah, I do think the stars win. That minus one fifty five. That's that's probably about right. If it gets any higher, I wouldn't touch it. Like we're seeing minus one sixty five some places. That strikes me as a little too high, but that I think you're okay at the minus one fifty five. All right, one more for me. Gonna take another flyer here on an underdog. Buffalo going to Montreal. Montreal's won their last three games, uh, 11 to 6, so plus 5 differential there. Buffalo has lost their last three, and they're giving up a ton of goals. They've given up 15 goals in their last three games. That's a recipe for disaster. I know Montreal's not a high-scoring team, but if you're going to give up that many goals, i got to fade you. I'm going to take Montreal with the slightest of plus lines, if I can still get it, uh, 10 bucks on the Canadiens. Man, I so I was looking at this one and I really like the Sabres here. I think I think they win it, but I'm not touching it. Yeah, give them something for Mad Max. This may as well be the Kraken versus the Spurs in this game to me because these these two teams are two that I just have not had any luck with at all this season. Uh, I, and I don't have any fun watching them either. So I'm not on this. <laughs> oh, man, um, you can't you can't get a plus line for Montreal at all. It's minus 108. That's the best you can do. Ah, shit. Yeah, well, maybe Vegas. Vegas agrees. <laughs> I, I do kind of agree with you, too. I do think Montreal's the play. Minus 108. Yeah, I think you're okay. I, I, yeah, I, I will jump on that with you. I'll jump on Montreal. All right, that's all I got. Oh, Saxy? All right, I got, I got a funky little one. Let's go to my Colorado Avalanche at the Detroit Red Wings. Now, the Wings are a good home team, and the Avs have shown a propensity to lose some games that they shouldn't, having taken some bad losses over the last week. Uh, it's a pretty decent teams in Boston and Dallas. Regardless, I think that the Avs win this, but I'm actually looking at the Avs team total over four at plus 110. Uh, they haven't played since last Thursday, and I think that the or, sorry, uh, the Red Wings haven't played since last Thursday. And I think the Avs knock the skates off them and at worst push the four. So I am taking Avs team total over four today. And they're going to yeah, win. Too much right? going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They're going <laughs> to Too much going on with this game. There's, you know, Detroit at home. You like them at home, but that long layoff does give you a little uh, hesitation. I almost wanted to do the uh, iceberg chicken chip play, but when Colorado wins, they've been beating teams by two or more goals. So even that wasn't playing in. So I I think Colorado's the right play here. I just didn't want to lay 300. Hmm. Yeah, at the minus 280, I think that's a little too high. I'm kind of eyeballing Detroit here. Plus two fifty, it might be. I think you should sprinkle a little something on Detroit just because it, it the value's there. Does Colorado Colorado really win eight out of ten times handily? I don't. I don't Probably. think so. Yeah, I don't I think don't, so either. Uh, I don't think so, actually, given given how they've been doing this last week and the fact that, I mean, a couple of those losses, they really they almost didn't show up is what it looked like in their losses. They they they, they lost by more than two goals in mm. both of their losses they mm. had over this last week. So it feels like they, they almost don't show up in those losses and they just kind of uh, throw their hands up and say, nah, fuck it. <laughs> so the chicken shit plays out because if, if it's going to be within two, you got to think uh, Detroit won, right? Is that it? 
Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think I mean, if again, I'm 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 betting team total on this one because I think that that makes to me that one was the one that screamed and looked like okay, I think that the Abs will score. I think that coming off of their loss Monday to the Bruins where they only put up one, uh, and they lost by four. I think that I think that they show up. I think they score. Okay. I, th- I think okay. they come out scoring. That's okay. so that's that that's where I'm at. I don't think that Detroit's going to keep up, but I mean, again, Colorado has a propensity to just. When they not when they don't show up, just not show up at all. Completely <laughs> shit bed. Com- completely sleeping and shit. Understood. Understood. Uh, let's take a, the Kings Coyotes. We got to touch on it real quick because the line shift is crazy. Kings open up here according to action minus two fifty. They're minus two fifteen now. Everyone's jumping ship. Whoa. Uh, Arizona squeaked out some wins. I, that that was the one I was looking at. I was tempted to take Arizona. The Kings are. I mean, they're mediocre. They're almost the pure definition of mediocre. I think Arizona is the play, but now that it's almost getting priced out, you know, if it gets down to 200 or under 200, I, I don't even know if there's enough value there to even take Arizona. It's my, but it's yeah. plus, plus 185 now, plus 170, uh, plus 175 oh in some other books. Good grief. Something, something's going on. That's, yeah, that's, that's a huge shift. Yeah, I mean, looking at this game last night, uh, it seemed like in every statistical category, the cow, uh, the Coyotes were going to be outmatched in this one. And uh, I can't, I, I personally couldn't understand why this line wasn't closer to minus two fifty or something for uh, the Kings. So it gave me a lot of pause looking at this last night. Um, the the only edge that I saw is liking the over six in this one because um, it feels like LA can at least score three, maybe four, and we really just need Arizona to kind of show up. But that's again. Uh, no guarantees. There you go. There you go. All right. Anything else you guys need to touch on? I got oh, nothing. No. That right. is it. All right. Uh, let's see. Big Daddy says, hmm, Michigan Panthers. We all know Panther <laughs> loves know. everything. It's Michigan. horrible. It's like the worst name ever. <laughs> you're going to hear this so much, Panther. You're going to hear so much of this. Uh, Iceberg- they need to change their name or I need to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> but move the franchise. Iceberg says Buffalo Sabres money line. Iceberg, come on, see, man. See, Iceberg and I are on the same page here, man. This is I feel good about that. Run shots. All right. So we talked about the USFL. We talked about their draft picks. A who's who? In the, you're saying who who are those people? <laughs> we talked We talked about the three dollar and what was how what was the check? Three seventeen? Three seventy? Three seventy six. Three seventy six. We talked about a three dollar and seventy six cents check. And we talked about the NHL. Saxy. That's it. Hey, so great to talk to y'all and tell y'all how to lose some money on a Wednesday. Am I right? <laughs> y'all know what to do, though. Go on over, download the DJ's app for Android or iOS, buy some merch. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, and everyone's picks at Betting Absolute on Twitter. Give us a super high rating on your podcast network of choice. Panther, take us home. Hey, you guys need to let us know on that merchandise if you'd buy a $3.76 uh hoodie or or t-shirt let's get out of here with a panther parlay i'm on those edmonton oilers the dallas stars and the montreal canadians disagreeing with art and saxy but we're hanging out on facebook and twitter give us a shout out by name we will shout right back most importantly let's know what you did yesterday what you're doing today when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.